is the What Are We Doing Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing Podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 106, dude. I can't believe we've been at it for 106 weeks straight. I mean, obviously, we've taken some breaks. It's fine, but we're back at 106 episodes. Last week was a doozy. We've got some clips going up as we speak. Shout out to Jeff, our clip maker and uploader. He uploads and makes sure all the clips are ready to go and viral and gaining hundreds and hundreds of views for your eyeballs. So check those out if you haven't done so already. It's wadpod.com backslash YouTube. You can find uh, everything that we have going on there. If you want to follow us on other socials, there's links down below. You can do so. Listen, Taylor Swift is running the U.S. economy, all right? She is the economy. She is the queen. She is the president. Listen, she doesn't need the Super Bowl, okay? Taylor Swift doesn't need your petty, silly, useless, whatever Super Bowl offers. She's bigger than that now. She's on top of the planet, okay? When it comes to the amount of money that Taylor Swift has brought in to small businesses, the United States economy, and everything else going on, I mean, it's pretty unmatched and unhinged. It's to the point now where other countries are asking for the same thing, okay? We've got, you know, Prime Minister of Canada just a few months ago saying like, hey, Taylor, over here, look at me, look at this country we've got. Listen, Taylor, babe, I know that Canada, it's a little cold. And secondly, we don't have that many people. I'm pretty sure Canada's entire population is like the population of New York and New Jersey combined. So that gives you a number. They don't have big stadiums like we do. I'm pretty sure Taylor's stage doesn't fit in the Canadian stadium arenas area. So that's an issue. You know what I mean? Uh, but we've got the prime minister on, you know, Twitter and television and interviews saying, Hey, our economy needs some heiress tour too. So, you know, people uh, are noticing, you know, Taylor Swift hasn't been to Canada since 2018 and they, uh, have apparently seen it. So their economy's not doing great. Well, you know, none of ours, none of it, ours isn't either. But if it wasn't for Taylor Swift, we'd probably be in a lot more difficult of a situation. You know what I mean? Uh, so like a few weeks ago, I think maybe a month ago, maybe, I don't know when, but articles start coming out now that we're wrapping up the Eras tour. I think we've got a few shows left maybe here in the States. Maybe we're done now. I'm not sure the schedule people, I didn't go, can't afford it, didn't get tickets, uh, we tried. But they're wrapping up and articles were stating that like we're looking at a solid billion. We're looking at a solid billion from Taylor Swift's heiress tour. Now articles and like billion with a B, B is in baby boy billion, like the money Elon has. Like billion with a B, the tour has made a billion. Now, Articles are claiming two, two billion, 2.2 billion to be exact, but there's not, we're not really sure there might be some fluctuation when it comes to ticket sales and everything else going into this tour. 
we're looking at $2.2 billion, something no other artist has done, something no other man, no other music, no other genre, no other act, no other type of organization, whatever you want to define this as, it's never been done. The tour could gross uh, $2.2 billion in North America uh, t from ticket sales alone. According to an August survey, data from research firm Question Pro provided to CNN exclusively that uh, the unprecedented total represents primary ticket, show, primary ticket sales for the U.S. shows that Taylor Swift just concluded in Los Angeles plus a second North American leg coming next year. The estimate totals are the latest example of how incredible uh, the demand is for entertainment and experiences like this one that has helped boost the economy and more specifically is the staggering show of Taylor's star power and influence on the United States local economics. The average price of pre-sale and first sale tickets was $455. Now, I don't know anyone who personally got in for that much. Uh, people I knew were paying more than that, if not double per ticket, not per couple, not per, per ticket. So if you got in at $455, you got lucky. If you spent more than that, well, you're in with the masses. Um, Taylor Swift has 68 shows total in North America, uh, and the survey did not take in account whether, uh, you know, the people bought one or multiple tickets. I guess you could get it for less. I'm not, listen, the tickets cost so much money. They cost so much money. I think the average, they said the average was like 500 bucks. The average attendance per show was 72,000 people. And that's not counting the thousands and hundreds of people sitting outside the arena, sitting in their car in the parking lot, sitting on the roofs of the local nearby businesses and things surrounding the stadium just to listen, just to listen. Okay. 72,459 people, average, average numbers, uh, accounting for closed off areas and floor seats. According to question pros data, that comes to $2.2 billion. And that would make the errors toward the highest grossing ever. Elton John's farewell yellow brick road tour, uh, was the previous record holder, holder grossing over 887 million. And that ran from 2018 to 2023. Uh, according to Larry Miller, director of music, uh, the music business program at the New York University uh, organization. So, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you buy these tickets for Taylor Swift's concert, you're not just buying the ticket, okay? After you're done spending your $500 on the ticket that doesn't get you anywhere close to the stage, you're most likely watching it on a screen. Speaking of watching it on the screen, we'll get there in a minute. But you're not only buying the $500 ticket, you're buying the outfit that's most likely costing you $200. Gas to get to the show in your car. Because listen, you settled for tickets that are out of town because all the ones in your town nearby are sold out. So now you have to drive an hour or two to get out of town to see the Taylor Swift ticket, it's an extra $100 to $200. 
the bracelets that you need to make to sell and, and trade with other people while you're there before and during the show, $20. Hotel room for the night, potentially the weekend now, primetime summer weekend spot at a Taylor Swift concert. And trust me, the hotels know they're in town. Probably another 500 after fees and taxes. Merch at the show, $100. Food at the show during the weekend, before the show, dinner, drinks the night before, anywhere from 200 to 300 just for you alone. Things start to add up. If you're going with a friend, if you're going with a loved one, if you're going with anyone else, things add up, okay? And some super fans like have taken this to extreme. Like there's some... The average Taylor Swift fan who only has $1,000 to spend on tickets and everything else involved, and that's inevitably how much they spent. Then there's the other Taylor Swift fans who have all of their bills paid, all of their credit cards are paid off, all of uh, you know the money's in the account, the cash is ready to spend. Not a lot of people, but a small percentage of the Taylor Swift fans fall into that category. And so, you know, some super fans just take it to the extreme. And listen, we're only spending $1,000 on one concert, okay? Some of us would be so lucky to go to multiple Aerator shows, if not multiple, something like 10, okay? It's no secret that Swifties would give a lot for and have given a lot for uh, a seat at the Eras Tour concert. One Taylor Swift fan especially took the fandom up a notch after he spent about $8,800. Let's round it up to nine. We might as well make it 10. 10 grand to see 10 concerts across the entire country. This superstar of a fan saw 10 Taylor Swift's era shows and you couldn't even make it into the damn parking lot. You and your friends sat on Ticketmaster and got booted off the Chase credit card, email blast, pre-sale sign up for the pre-sale of the pre-sale sign up, Ticketmaster line that you couldn't even get into because by the time the page reloaded and said it was your turn to buy tickets, they were all sold out. But this kid got in to 10 different Ares Tour shows and spent the money. They spent the money. You don't go to 10 Taylor Swift shows and don't you not spend at least 10 grand. Okay. Uh, Anthony Yay. God damn it. Anthony Yay of New York told Fox Digital that he love his love for the pop star has been a near decade long affair. So Anthony Yay, of course, you know we're gonna have to call him Yay. And of course, of course, isn't it funny? that this super fan who spends 10 grand on Taylor Swift tickets to go to 10 different shows across the country, his name, and we have to refer to him now as yay. Not this yay, different yay, but it's funny because we're talking about Taylor Swift. Anthony Yay from New York told Fox Digital News that his love for the pop star had been a near decade long affair. I go to as many shows as I can make it to, he says. I've seen her dozens of times. Yay, 26. I love, listen, I can't get over it. I can't get over the fact that we're calling him Yay at a Taylor Swift concert. Yay has been to over 43 to, all right. <laughs> Yay, 26 revealed that he had seen Taylor Swift in concert 43 times after most recently attending two of her Los Angeles shows on August 8th and August 9th. 
The superfan was also able to attend eight previous Errors Tours concerts. Errors Tours concerts. There's only one Errors Tour, no S on the end. The superfan was also able to attend eight previous Era Tours concerts, including opening shows in Phoenix, Philadelphia, Boston, New York City, among others, he said. Listen, if you love and are dedicated to the craft of someone like Taylor Swift, this is what you're going to do. If Britney, listen, I know people, if and when inevitably, because it's coming soon, like the divorce, whatever, everything she's going through, whatever, like it just, you know, that's fine. Once all the drama has subsided and the Britney Spears is back. Now, I don't know, in my opinion, honestly, and I think potentially the road she's going down, they might lock her up again. But if they don't, as long as all things go according to plan and Britney drops his book next month and things go smoothly, she's probably dropping an album after that and probably going on a tour after that. So once Britney inevitably goes on tour again, I know plenty of people who would do their very best to make sure that they are going to at least one, if not two, three, four, if not multiple Britney Spears show. So listen, by all means, if you have the funds and the time and the availability and clearly not the job who doesn't, you know, require you to be there all day, every day in the weekends, whenever else the tour is in town, go. Why not? Why not? I mean, you know, it's funny. And the article, oh God, what's it say? This is hilarious. During the 2018 Reputation Stadium tour, Ye said he was not able to meet Taylor Swift. He hasn't met Taylor yet, but he was able to meet Taylor Swift's parents who were in the crowd on the night of the concert he attended. They were the best parents that anyone could ask for, he said. Okay, well, first of all, listen, of course they're the best parents anyone could ask for. If I was Taylor Swift and they were my parents, something tells me that they would really, really, really appreciate the mansion, the car, the lack of bills, the paid off bills, the anti-debt and everything else that I'm sure Taylor has given them, uh, you know, within the last few years, as far as money goes, I think Sandy would be in the audience of every one of my concerts if that was the case. She didn't make it to stage fright night one, but something tells me she's going to make it to stage fright night two. You know what I mean? They're the best parents anyone could ask for, Ye said. Ye said he went on to show Swift's dad. So, of course, so he finds this man finds Taylor Swift's parents in the audience, and they're there just to make sure like their daughter's safe. She's doing a good job. They're, she's having a blast. It's Taylor Swift. They're having fun. They're singing along. And this man by the name of Ye walks up to Taylor Swift's parents unsolicited and says he wanted to show Taylor Swift's dad the two Taylor Swift-inspired tattoos he has on his body. One is Taylor Swift wearing a unicorn onesie, and the other is Taylor Swift riding a unicorn cat. So this Taylor Swift superfan has literally, at the time, just signed his, uh, you know, the, the, um, the, what's it called? He just signed his, uh, not his, not his, not a warrant. He just signed his, uh, his stay away. Like whatever the stay away from me thing is. What's the stay away from me? The law. 
This guy just signed, uh, they probably just got a restraining order. He just signed his own restraining order. When you show, listen to me, it's inevitable. But if you ever think that you are going to go up to Taylor Swift's parents and say, hey, I'm Anthony Yay. I'm your daughter's biggest fan. I've seen her 19 times. I think at that point it might have been, no, I think it was 34 times. I've seen your daughter 34 times. And in their minds, they're automatically thinking, holy shit, this guy's a stalker. Why would he go see Taylor 34 times? We haven't even seen Taylor 34 times. Okay, let's get a restraining order. And then the man shows the father of Taylor Swift a tattoo that this grown man has on his body of his grown ass daughter. So this is where we're at now. We're in the middle of a Taylor Swift concert, a grown man who is 26 at the time, I guess he was probably like 20 years old, walks up to the father of Taylor Swift and says, hey, I'm a fan. I'm the biggest fan of your daughter. I love her music. I've been to 34 concerts. Look at the tattoos I have of her on my body. And now, listen, listen, get a name of the album. Just get her name. Get a, a, a red scarf or a, a love letter or whatever. Like, get something in, ref, in reference to Taylor Swift in her world, her, uh, 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 the cat. Like, I get it. She has a cat, Olivia Benson. We all understand. She's obsessed with it, SVU. Like, you know, get something that has to do with her with the music, with the albums, with the art, with whatever else, just don't get a tattoo of the girl herself. And especially if you cross that line, if you say, ah, mm, uh, I'm such a diehard fan of Taylor Swift, I need her as a person, her identity tattooed on my body. If you cross that line, so be it. There are numbers and, and organizations we can call to help you. But if you cross that line, you then should never cross the second line of showing said tattoos to that woman's father, especially, especially when the tattoos are of Taylor Swift in a unicorn onesie, okay? Already a little weird, got a little animal stuff going on in a onesie, little furry thing. It's kind of weird. I doubt Taylor's into it, but like this guy probably is. It's a little strange. And then another tattoo of Taylor Swift riding a cat with a unicorn horn on its head. Listen, I think it's great. I think it's a very creative, like I would honestly, if someone came up to me and said, hey, do you want a tattoo of Post Malone riding a cat that's also simultaneously a unicorn? Yes, I get it. Like instantly, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you get your favorite celebrity riding a unicorn cat tattooed on your body? I get it. But when it comes to showing the parents of that celebrity this tattoo, I'd probably venture to say, Maybe that's something we shouldn't do. Hey, listen, when it comes to showing the father of Taylor Swift, your unicorn Taylor Swift onesie cat riding tattoo, maybe what we should do is instead go over there and literally do anything else. 
hey, maybe you should take my advice. So listen, I mean, it's like... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look how many people go to the concerts, dude. I mean, just look at how many people go to the concerts, okay? Half these people waited in line at Ticketmaster. Half of them bought it for other fans. Half of them just stayed outside the the arena because they didn't have tickets. There's... 70,000, if not more people here to watch this one girl perform. Her concerts are causing earthquakes. Taylor Swift's concerts are causing earthquakes. Scientists and seismographs and the people who like measure earthquakes and shit said that in Seattle last year, in Seattle, not last year, like last month, in Seattle were causing earthquakes at a Taylor Swift concert. Same thing happened a few years back when like some football team got a touchdown last minute at a, at a football game. Now Taylor Swift fans literally are shaking it off. Like when the song comes on and they're all jumping and dancing, we're literally shifting the tectonic plates of the earth's crust. The earth, the planet we all live on is, is literally dancing at the Taylor Swift concert alongside the rest of the humans. Like it's it's crazy that that we're doing such such a move, such numbers and it's not even common folk. It's not even your neighbors, the people down the street, the people who can't afford the tickets who are still going anyways, your friends, your family. Like the celebrities are also showing up for Taylor Swift because she's that big of an icon. Like We've got the likes of Emma Watson, Emma Stone, Diplo, Shania Twain showed up because everyone basically left her concerts and went to Taylor's and pretty much did anything other than go to the Shania Twain concert anyways. So Shania's got some time on her hands after her failed tour. So why not go to Taylor Swift? Emma, uh, Emma Roberts, Ellen Pompeo, by the way, Grey's Anatomy, like put on postpone, almost canceled indefinitely. Like the writer's strike, the actor's strike, no more Grey's Anatomy. So who knows if we'll ever see the conclusion of that show. Uh, Ellen Pompeo, Emma Roberts, Emma Stone, Emma Watson, basically any celebrity that's a female who has a name that starts with the letter E. Uh, Selena Gomez went, uh, Danica Patrick, Billy Joel and his whole family, Matt Healy. We all know how that one went. Um, Mariska, uh, Hargat, Hargat, Hargitty, Mariska, forget Olivia Benson from SVU. She took a break from filming season 93. She was there. Of course. Um, Reese Witherspoon, Blake Lively. She's hot. Jennifer Lawrence. She's hot. Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman, also both extremely hot. Sean Mendez, Camila Cabello, again, some hot celebrities there. Aaron Rodgers, Fletcher, Paul Rudd, Dave Portner, we'll talk about him in a minute. The list goes on, okay? Like, let's just not even 
fathom the list of people, let alone celebrities, who have attended these concerts. So now the arguments are set in two different ways. The arguments are being set in two different ways between two other uh, major recording artists. One is Taylor Swift versus Beyonce. Some would argue, some people, some people would argue that Beyonce is a better, bigger artist, more sales, more streams, more tickets sold. She's selling out like $25,000 seats on stage at her concert in some cities. Like Beyonce's bigger, better, more amazing in any way. And all those people would be wrong. So look, I'm not denying Beyonce is great. I'm not denying she's talented. I'm not denying she's a successful artist. I'm not denying that her worldwide stadium tour isn't going to make a billion, okay? Beyonce is just as, if not a little less powerful than Taylor Swift, okay? It's almost as big as Taylor, but not quite. And like, let's just state the obvious, okay? Has there been has there been a mile and a half long lines three days before the concert just for merch sales for Beyonce's concerts? Maybe, but I haven't seen articles about it. Okay, and would Beyonce, in my personal opinion, would Beyonce be as big as she is without the help of Jay Z? If it wasn't for Jay Z, would Beyonce be as big? Think about it. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just putting some facts out there. I think. Jay-Z has a very, very big percentage to do with Beyonce's success. Now, Taylor doesn't have a Jay-Z behind her, so there would lie in maybe a little bit more of an argument, okay? I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, let's be honest. The only news, the only news that I've heard from the Beyonce tour The only headlines, the only headlines I've seen from the Beyonce tour is the fact that she has her own toilet seats. Beyonce has a whole crate full of brand new toilet seats because listen, honestly, it's smart and it makes sense because she can't be bothered. And why would she disgusting sit on a toilet seat that someone else who makes less than a hundred thousand dollars a year, probably, or maybe like a different, another celebrity who makes like a million a year. Ew, gross. Why would she sit on a toilet seat that someone else has sat on? So her crew rolls around from city to city to city with boxes and stacks and crates of just brand new toilet seats. And I mean, why not? Why not? Like, what's the toilet seat budget? Like 80 grand? Like toilet seats cost, what, 40 bucks a seat? They probably do 100 shows times 100 cities with 100 different nights, maybe 300 times 40 bucks. Literally, they're only spending like literally probably less than 10 grand on toilet seats for the whole tour. So why not? Why not do it? You know what I mean? Like that's what I hear from the Beyonce tour side of things. And on Taylor's side of the thing, uh, we're giving out $100,000 cash bonuses to all of our truck drivers. We're giving out, you know, uh, 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 tickets and $100,000 bonuses to everyone who worked on the Taylor Swift tour. Uh, you know, but and Beyonce is handing out toilet seats. Listen, I'm not saying Beyonce isn't, you know, doing stuff for the community. I'm not saying she's pushing the economy forward. I'm not saying she's not, you know, making things happen with the money she's making on her tour because I'm sure she is. But all I'm saying is from the outside looking in, it seems like Taylor Swift might be doing a bigger and better job. 
So, I mean, like, just other than that, I mean, other than that, look, Taylor Swift and Beyonce are queens in their own right. They're queens in their own lane. I think we could even probably, probably categorize Beyonce's music in a different genre than Taylor's. So, you know, they're queens in their own right. But additionally, the next argument then becomes Taylor Swift versus Michael Jackson. Okay? R.I.P. to the king. But... You know, Michael Jackson is, and arguably in pretty much most of people's opinions, the number one artist of forever of all time, at least up until now. Uh, I think, you know, listen, my opinions on Michael versus Taylor, January of this year, uh, Michael had it. Michael Jackson was the top. Michael Jackson had the numbers. Michael Jackson had the tours. Michael Jackson had the music, the singles, the albums, everything, the mobs, the, the, the fans following him, the concerts, the sold out shows, the sold out arenas. Jackson took it every single time until we kicked off the Eras tour. The day we kicked off the Eras tour and the numbers started coming in and we started seeing how insane this was, I strongly believe that Taylor Swift has surpassed Michael Jackson in societal relevance, influence on and off the internet. Unless I let's just I mean let's call it what it is. Jackson didn't have the internet. They did a little bit, kind of sorta, but Jackson didn't have what it took to go viral on the internet. Video after video after song after stream after Spotify after album after record after deal after world record after sale after sale. Taylor Swift, I think, now has surpassed Michael Jackson. I mean, like, look at the hits. The hits are comparable, okay? If you take all of the hits from, like, Jackson 5 all the way through Michael Jackson's solo career, the entire Thriller album is a hit, like, everything Michael Jackson did went gold, silver, platinum, whatever, billboard charts, number one. The man was unstoppable when it came to music, okay? Up until like the last of it, up until his last song that he dropped, up until his death, Michael Jackson smashed every record, every chart, every number. And now Taylor's doing the same thing. Listen, you can't, like you can't even, the, the woman can't even get a night off. She can't even get a night off without, without a fucking, without a flash mob of people. Taylor Swift can't even have a Thursday night off to go to like one of her good friends, uh, you know, like wedding rehearsal dinners where she just, listen, she just wants a little themed cocktail named after the couple's dog with a little bit of vodka and a lot of fruit juice in it and eat a little fucking hors d'oeuvre, like a little mini fucking crab cake at the wedding rehearsal dinner of one of her really good friends. She just wants to have a good time, a few hours away from it all, just a little bit of normalcy, and she shows up to the restaurant and 20 minutes later, it's chaos. There's people everywhere and people who weren't invited to the wedding rehearsal. It was absolute chaos outside the superstar uh, producer Jack Antonoff and actor Margaret Qualley's rehearsal dinner after diehard fans caught wind of Taylor Swift being in attendance. Listen, let's be honest. Superstar producer Jack Antonoff and actor Margaret Qualley Something tells me you weren't going to have flash mobs outside of the restaurant if Taylor didn't show up. Sorry, you're both superstars in your own right, I'm sure, but like you weren't mm, this level, I don't think. 
On Friday night, fans gathered in droves outside of Black Whale Bar and Fish House in Long Beach Island, New Jersey, where the star-studded rehearsal dinner was taking place. Video footage from the Jersey Shore area restaurant showed hordes of people gathering outside, hoping to just get a glimpse of Taylor Swift. The police were eventually called and were attempting to maintain the crowd as seen in the footage. I mean, look at the video, dude. I look, it's, 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 what, what do you think these people were expecting on this Wednesday night wedding rehearsal dinner? Yes, celebrities were there. Taylor Swift was there. And that's what they thought they were going to get. A glimpse, a glimpse, a glimpse, a glimpse from far away of Taylor Swift a glimpse of her just to see her walk out of the street into a a tinted all black SUV. A glimpse is what they hoped for. Like half of these people, literally half these people went there thinking, holy shit, I'm either going to get a photo with Taylor. We're going to get a mini concert from Taylor. Taylor's probably going to hand out hundred thousand dollar bonuses to all of us who showed up at the restaurant. Like they literally thought this was a Kai Sinet from Twitch, New York City, PS5 giveaway. Like, what did you think would happen when you showed up to the same restaurant Taylor Swift did? What did you think would happen? They would say, oh, Mr. Levi, walk right on up. Here's a table for you. Here's a table for four right next to Taylor. If you could do us a favor, don't bother her and just let us know. If you could keep it hush, hush that she's here. Here's your seat right next to Taylor. Here's a menu. Can I bring some waters to the table? Fuck no. You're not getting in. What did you think would happen when you went to the same restaurant as Taylor Swift? You think she would just break out a Bluetooth speaker out of the back of one of the SUVs with a wireless microphone and sing like Shake It Off, Love Story, and a few other songs for you and then go home? Like I, something... Something like that you are just, some people, the Swifties sometimes, listen, we've got to start thinking rationally about this, guys. We've got to start thinking rationally about Taylor Swift and, you know, what we do when she's in certain places. Because this is just, this will inevitably drive her to Michael Jackson. Listen, Michael Jackson couldn't go to the grocery store. Taylor Swift can't go get a chicken Parmesan, let alone the grocery store, let alone, you know, to get an ice cream cone without mobs of people endangering her very life. So it's like, she's obviously at Michael Jackson level. She's obviously surpassed Beyonce. She has now reached a new level of like dumbfound all-star freedom all-star freedom, all-star celebrity status. Like she has made that celebrity status gone to the next level and no one's close. No one living is close to Taylor Swift. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by our friends at 17 Hats. If you are a solopreneur, if you are running a small business, if you are an entrepreneur, this service is for you. 17 Hats is your all-in-one stop shop for everything your business needs to run. We're talking about online scheduling, online payments, invoices, auto lead responses, quotes, payment plans, lead capture forms, email templates, a full-blown CRM, and more. They have an AI integration with even more features coming soon. So if 
you are feeling the stress of constantly checking your emails, replying to prospects, trying to get people on the books, sending them Google Docs as contracts, getting checks in the mail as payments, no more. Eliminate all of it. Listen, I knew a business owner once who wasn't using 17 hats to run his business, okay? And this guy was literally pulling his hair out. Every time a new uh, email came in, a new lead from the lead form, a new prospect, someone who wanted to hire him for the services that his business offered, he would sit there, he would type it out. If he was out and about, he would do it on his phone. If he was with his family, he'd have to respond. If he was out getting ice cream, if he was at the Taylor Swift concert, he would have to respond automatically right away because listen, we all know this is a cutthroat industry. If you don't respond right away, 16 other photographers will. 12 other DJs will, 16 other real estate agents will respond before you do. So you need to respond right away. And sometimes we can't do that. And that is where 17 hats comes into play. I can't tell you how much time me and all of my friends and all of my clients have saved every single day in operating our business with 17 hats. So if you're struggling to get back to your clients on time, if you're struggling to answer emails, if you're struggling to send payments, if you're struggling to get your business on the right track, try 17 hats today. If you click the link below or go to wadpod.com backslash 17 hats, the link is on the screen, people. It's uh, real easy for you. It's w-a-w-d-p-o-d.com backslash 17 hats. You will get 50% off your first year of membership. All Wadpod listeners, all supporters of this podcast, if you go to wadpod.com backslash 17 hats and sign up today, you will get 50% off your yearly plan. That's plans as, as low as $75 for the entire year. $75 for the entire year. Let me tell you what that is monthly. That's $6 a month. Stop drowning. Stop drowning yourself in business admin work. Stop answering emails. Stop being flooded with calls. Stop being indicted with creating custom docs and invoices. 17 Hats has everything you need to run your small business. Sign up using our link today, wadpod.com backslash 17 hats and get started today. Trust me, you are not going to regret using this to run your business from day to day. You're going to get all your time with your family back. You're going to make more money at your business. You're going to sell more services. You're going to sell more products only with 17 hats. Wadpod.com backslash 17 hats. Sign up today. Ah, uh, so rapper Doughboy uh, hit my Twitter feed today. I don't necessarily know why. I don't know Doughboy. I don't know his music. I think he's a fairly new rapper. I think he's been on the scene for like what, like 10-ish years now. Uh, I think coming up in the game, he might be associated with Lil Baby, maybe Duh Baby. I'm not sure one of the babies he might be associated with. But Doughboy uh, posted a video um, on his Twitter feed the other day. And so now some media outlets are picking it up. Uh, I didn't send this one to the 280 plus podcast cause I wanted it for my own because I feel like it's a topic, uh, that we can benefit from because it has to do with one specific restaurant that we frequent and we know everything about. So 
Listen, everyone knows that we sometimes on this podcast give advice and we've mentioned it countless times, primarily because we're poor pieces of shit Americans who know nothing better, but we eat McDonald's almost every day in some form or fashion. So what better way to use our skills and talents as uh, an MDP, AKA a McDonald's professional. It's a term we've given ourselves and just created here right now, uh, McDonald's professional MDP for short, uh, to give advice to our good friend Doughboy. So let's take a look. Doughboy posted this video. Let's review it. Let's see if we can't help him and give him some advice. Here's uh, Doughboy. Here it is. Here we go. Since when did all this shit get so expensive, bro? Like, when the f McDoubles and McChickens get so expensive? Like, how is this $20? Like, man, what? And this is small. Okay, perfect. Doughboy has given us all of the evidence we needed. Typically, in this instance, I would say there are some things that might be a little left unquestioned so that his $20 might be valid, but we pretty much have everything we need here. Unless there is something that we didn't see that he purchased from McDonald's that isn't in this video, as long as everything he got that day is from the McDonald's in this video, we should be good to break it down. So first of all, he gave us the size of the McFlurry. It's a small. Looks like the new peanut butter joint. I tried it. It wasn't that great. The only thing peanut butter about it was the little bits. It was mainly 99% ice cream, 1% peanut butter bits. It was okay. Would I have liked a nice peanut butter swirl, maybe a peanut butter ice cream base, maybe more crumble in there, maybe some peanut butter sauce. I don't know. It could have been a little more peanut buttery in my opinion, but it looks like we've got a small McFlurry two McDoubles, a McChicken, and what looks like a medium, maybe a large fry. So let's break it down. First of all, I know it was $20 because you didn't use the app. Doughboy, you gotta use the app. Clearly, you don't listen to this podcast because we've told you many times over the last few weeks, let alone last few years, we've told you numerous times you need if you're going to McDonald's. We don't recommend it. It's not healthy. It's not good. You shouldn't eat at McDonald's. But if you have to, use the app. Not sponsored. All of our sponsors were previous in this episode. Go down in the description and click their links. But if you eat at McDonald's, sponsor me by the way, use the app, okay? So once you're done using the app, you're gonna instantly save so much money. Like that's step one. Step one, use the app. You're saving money right then and there because your french fries every day under the daily deals, that medium to large french fry should be anywhere from $0 to free. You should pay $0 to free to $1 for your french fries. Zero to $1 for your french fries. Today is free fry Friday. Every other day of the week, fries are a dollar with a minimum $1 purchase, okay? So as long as you're spending a dollar, your fries should now be free or a dollar. Like that's it, that's all it should be. And so now, so now we move on to the McChickens and the McDoubles. I don't know about where you're at, probably California, probably Los Angeles, but 
Every McDonald's I go to, typically within the state, haven't been to too many out of the state, but my state's McDonald's has McChickens and McDoubles two for three. McChickens and McDoubles are two for $3. So let's just say for the sake of the video, instead of the three sandwiches we're showing here, he gets four, maybe there's one off camera. A two for three bundle deal will get you the French fry and the sandwiches for $6 plus a dollar, maybe two for the fries. Now we're at seven. Now we're at $7 for the French fry and the sandwiches. And the small McFlurry, I know for a fact, McFlurries are expensive. When they put that Mick in front of the word, they charge you an extra two to $3. They're a little expensive. So uh, the McFlurry costs at least four to $5 with tax. So now we're at 10 if my math is correct, with tax, maybe 10 to $12, nowhere near the $20 Doughboy is claiming. So, I mean, I have screenshots. There's pictures on the screen. I did the order. I did the order on the app. I mean, hey, don't look at me out here bowling with 6,000 points. I'm going to get my son a free Happy Meal tonight with that 6,000. But Doughboy, it should have only been 10. So, listen, if you got scammed... Okay, you need to reach out to somebody. I think what's happening is they're double charging Doughboy for his order. It should have been $10. Unless inflation is that much worse in California, which I'm assuming he's in California. And if he's not, I don't know, but it should have been $10. Doughboy, you should have only spent $10. I think someone's either stealing money from you or, or the McDonald's scam you. Maybe they charge you for extra and then give you the extra. I don't know. But all I'm saying is three to four sandwiches, McFlurry's McChickens, a McFlurry, McChicken, a McDouble, another McDouble, and a medium to large fry on the app should be 10 bucks, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're a TikToker, a video creator, a live streamer, or a podcaster, you need repurpose.io. They make it easy to automate your content workflow with one post to multiple platforms. Listen, you guys see this podcast everywhere. We're on wadpod.com backslash YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reels, Stories, TikToks, videos, everything on every social media platform is posted with the help of our friends at repurpose.io. If you think I have the time as an entrepreneur running two businesses, doing this podcast every week, a four-year-old, a wife, life, the dog, bills, everything, my time, DJing weddings on weekend, doing this, meetings here, meetings there. If you think that I have time to take the same clip, every short that you see from this podcast, all of my clips, all of my shorts, all of the vertical content, I don't have the time to upload them to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, every social media platform, Pinterest, Snapchat is included with repurpose IO. So what do I do? I upload it once and it goes out everywhere. And that is what you can expect with repurpose.io. If you go to wadpod.com backslash repurpose, you will get a two free week trial, a free two-week trial is yours. No credit card is required. You heard me right. You don't even need a credit card. If you go to wadpod.com backslash repurpose, you get a two-free-week trial, no credit card required. 
and all you have to do is start uploading. You connect your workflows, you connect your channels, you connect your accounts, and Repurpose.io automatically goes to work for you. Whether you upload a video podcast to YouTube, whether you upload 10 TikToks a day, whether you upload uh, 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 your stream to, to YouTube or Twitch or whatever type of content creation you are doing, you need repurpose. Go to wadpod.com backslash repurpose today to get a two week free trial. No credit card required. Listen guys, it's simple. You upload a clip to your drive. It goes to YouTube. It goes to Spotify. It goes here. It goes there. It goes here. It goes there. Repurpose handles all the heavy lifting. You don't want to miss out on this. Get repurposed today. Uh, everyone knows, everyone here knows we're huge fans of Dave Portnoy, the one bite pizza review, Barstool Sports, Megs hates him. Everyone knows we're huge fans here. And so this week's latest pizza review, uh, was a doozy. I wasn't sure what was happening because I, I turned it off after the score. Normally after the score, I turned it off, but this week, after the score, something insane happened, okay? Something insane happened, and man, oh man, let's take a look. Let's take a look at the pizza review. I think he gives it a low score. Let's, let's watch. Strong Parmesan. Like the Parmesan is, come on right through. People, uh, it's the neck of the woods. What's going on? They're, they're really holding up traffic. People don't want to go. Strong Parmesan. This is an acquired taste. Like if you get this, know you're going to get hit with a left, right in the face with Parmesan. I'm not the biggest Parm guy. I'm kind of a Parm fan. I sprinkle a little bit on my pizza, okay? Let me know in the comments down below how you guys like your pizza. I'm fascinated with pineapple and bacon right now. I know as a one-bite aficionado, it has to be cheese, but I'm fascinated with pineapple and bacon. I know Dave's not a fan, but... I like a little Parmesan. If he's saying all you can taste is Parmesan, that's not, that's probably not good. Probably not good. You know what I mean? Wow. I just don't like Parm, so I'm gonna go, yeah. how do you score that? Because if you like Parm, fine. If you don't, I right. don't, six, four. Fair. I know it's way off. Fair. Yeah. What's going on? Nice to Boston, man. Thank you, I appreciate it. Have I been to where? Yeah, I used to live in Davis Square, which we're currently in. Yeah, I spent years here. My name is Dom of the Year. Dom of the Year? Yeah. Okay. Actually, used to work at Dragon Pizza. How do you like it? Random. Usually, like, the owners and the employees come up to him. Sometimes random people on the street. Dom of the Year. Dom of the Year is my new favorite character. Dom of the Year is my new favorite. He's my new favorite character ever. It was the guy with no arms, of course, he was, I, I don't know if he was like arrested or he murdered somebody or something. I don't know. The guy with no arms is great. Dom of the year, new favorite. New favorite character on Barstool Sports, Dom of the year. Dave should have given this man. I would not be surprised if Dom of the year doesn't have a Barstool contract within the next three or four weeks. Much palm. I feel like you saw me and you were like plotting your move, how you're gonna come up. So what, is, what does Dom of the year mean? Yeah, so Dom, my name is Dom. Yep. Man yep. Of the year. Like a vintage, like vintage, like Dom Perignon? No, I'm related. 
Right, but when you're like Dom of the Year, every year like a vintage. But no, just you're just Dom, and every year it gets better. Nothing to do with champagne. (laughs) Nate. But if you want to do that on champagne, that would actually work. Like a vintage. I'm making music. Okay. Chef as well. Um, Chef where? Private chef. Oh, all right. Producer, musician. Like Dave, Dave literally, this guy is so over his head. What Dave is saying is so over his head. He just gave him a multi-million dollar idea for a brand new Dom wine company called Dom of the Year. And this guy's just trying to plug his SoundCloud. This guy's the best rapper in the city and he's just trying to plug his SoundCloud to David Page feels. What do you think of this? It used to be good. You said you just got it out of the case. Well, I thought it had a lot of parma. Yeah, take a slice. Go. Watch out. It's floppy. See? It's like a little bit. It may have been too long in the box. Yeah, it's not. What what does Dom of the Year have on it? (laughs) Dom of the Year! It may have been our fault because it may have been sitting for a bit. I used to make these. So you said six, right? I saw it six four, which isn't great for me, no. Yeah, but again, it may be, it looked better in the... Dom says it's, six. It's like best of boss and all this you. stuff. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Dave. Yes. Enjoy your pizza as any customer, but I don't appreciate what you do coming in and judging a business with one bite. Well, well we do more. Is this your spot? This is my spot. Oh, I hope you enjoy your pizza, but I don't appreciate what you do to small businesses. Well, I help. The good news is I, I give you see a it that way. terrible school. That guy. Well, <laughs> Okay, so first of all, he comes out with the attacks, and Little Buddy just says, I don't like how you judge pizza companies by just taking one bite. So this guy's upset because Dave takes a bite or two or three of a whole slice. Listen, if the pizza's good, he takes more than one bite, jackass. And so he's like, and of course, of course, Dave comes with the one-two. Dave comes with the one-two and knocks him out in the first fucking round. He says, well, listen, first of all, I take more than one bite. Second of all, we do more than to help small business than just score their pizza on YouTube. Uh, We've got a small business fund. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy what Dave Portnoy and Barstool Sports have done for small businesses over COVID that the government hasn't. And this guy like just comes out of nowhere and is like, yo, you suck. I hate what you're doing. Enjoy the pizza as a customer. Are you insane? Are you insane? Like, if I had a pizza shop and Dave Portnoy showed up to me, I would be on my knees praying for every pizza slice God score, be on my knees, shaking his hand, kissing his ass. Let me get you a fresh one. Let me make it better. Let me do this. Let me shake your hand and thank you for being here. Instead, Tubby over here has got like, I don't appreciate what you do judging us. Now, listen, here's what probably happened. Dave gave him a low score. I don't know if he heard the score. Maybe they were on like a security camera outside. I wonder if someone heard from inside heard the score, told the boss, and was like, yo, boss, he just gave you a 6-4. And like that immediately set him off. I don't know. I don't know. But all I'm saying is I love it when people get mad at Dave. Dom of the Year, can I ask you? Yeah. What was his problem? Like I'm actually Go to so Dom of the Year for correspondence. Let's this, get him involved with Dom of the Year's opinion. This pizza's trash. I did say it used to work here. Like, dragon pizza, dragon pizza's so good. Try it. Try it. Tell me it's good. I've tried it before. It's good. And they have really good gelato and stuff. I'll try it. I just gelato. saw it. Fair. I'm like, Fair what are your biggest fans? I'm like, can you? I almost just shit when I saw you. Floppy. I, I don't like floppy. I don't like coffee. 
Yeah. Yeah. Be crispy. Oh, he's back. Dom of the year! This ain't your business. Yeah, but this is my business. And you can, fuck you! Here, fuck you! Call, he's right across the street. Go get him. What are you gonna tattle me off or stand on the public street? Just being a fucking bitch. Your, your shirt's six sizes too small, fat so. Just go fuck yourself and the whole go. fucking platform you're on. Oh, you don't like the platform? You're a joke to me, dude. You know what? You're Take making your a joke. Take the fucking show and your fucking game and go somewhere else. Blah blah blah. I, By the way, I've raised fifty million dollars for small business. You're, you're all talk, dude. Gangster, bro. Talk? Was that all talk? Yeah, kind of like. That New York Times article. Here we go. Uh, that's oh, it. Go. Your shirt six sizes too small. I don't care. I work so hard. You're a fucking joke. You, oh, you work hard? Yeah, maybe. shit. How? Tell me how. You're a fucking clown. How? I run a business. I work hard. So I sold my, my business twice. Hundred million, four hundred million You're bought back for a buck. That's a clown. Everything since I got in this business that you represent. Is an embarrassment. Like what? Business. Like raising fifty million for small everything. business? Name everything. Name it. Everything. everything. You haven't named one thing. Name. You haven't named one thing. I make pizza. It's great. It sucks. You're actually. a fucking joke. Name one thing. Name one thing, asshole. You've given up too. I've given up too much of my time. All you've I'm said is everything. Every name one thing. You're a fucking name joke. Name one me. thing. Wow. Clown. I love million dollars worth of game. The best. I like how Dom of the Year just slides, slides right back in, in like mid convo. <laughs> This guy ain't great. Work for that clown. Did you know him? He's a piece of shit. This guy's a real fucking piece of shit. Oh, he came back out again. I am. I'm minding my own business. He's doing putting him on the phone. All right. Listen. First of all, Dom of the Year, just coming in. Perfect, perfect, perfect opportunity. All three times, Dom of the Year should win an award. Second of all, Dragon Pizza, dude. Dragon pizza, more like dragon the pizza through the mud. Am I right? Dragon pizza. It, let's look at their website. I judge them off their website. Their logo's terrible. He's got a cassette tape on the thing. I'm so confused. Wow. Okay. Oh, the lair. I said the liar. Uh, the lair. The dragon's lair. Okay. Well, man, look, I, he's got a dragon's lair for people to have parties. Uh, I said the liar. Well, he's, it's like, look, man, like, don't, you're a piece of shit. 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 I'm saying you're a pizza shit. Like that's a new quote. Hashtag you're a pizza shit. Get that trending. You're a pizza shit. That guy is a pizza shit. And Dave Portnoy needs to make the hashtag you're a pizza shit. Go viral. We need your piece of shit hashtag for Dave Portnoy right now. I mean, it's crazy. I think it's insane where, uh, you know, he's, he's literally like, say what you will about his, what about his personal life and him as a person, whatever. You cannot deny the fact that Dave Portnoy and Barstool Sports have given $50 million to small businesses over COVID relief and through the years for small business funds. Like, let's just be honest. It is what it is. He does help small businesses. If you make a good pizza, you get a good score. You're sold out for a week. Like, you know what I mean? That guy's probably just a little upset. He doesn't make good pizza. Maybe you should, maybe you should get a bigger shirt. Maybe, maybe a shirt with your logo on it. Star Wars. Like what the hell is that shit about? Get a shirt with your logo on it, two sizes bigger and make better pizza. 
You don't yell at the man who tells you exact the key. To, he, you don't yell at the man who gives you the key to success. Like now he's going to go lock the door and your key is going to be useless. Like why in the God's devil's name would you yell at Dave Portnoy? Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy and I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Please check out all the links down in the description below. Check out our friends at 17 Hats, wadpod.com backslash 17 Hats if you need something to help you run your business. If you're drowning in invoices, contracts, calendar, organization, everything you need, 17 Hats has what you want. Wadpod.com backslash 17 hats. And if you're a content creator, check out our friends at Repurpose, wadpod.com backslash repurpose. They will send your videos, your podcasts, your streams, your uploads, your long form, your short-term content, upload it once. They send it everywhere you want them to, multiple times a day if you want them to do it. That's the Repurpose way. Thank you so much. If you haven't described to subscribe to our YouTube channel, check out wadpod.com backslash YouTube and see all of our clips, all of our full form content there. You don't want to miss it. Again, my name is Levi McCurdy. This has been episode of 106 of the What Are We Doing podcast. I'll see you guys next week for 107. Peace out, everybody. Have a great week. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.